Okay. Uh, I'm very happy to see so many. Uh, I didn't know really what to expect because uh, uh, I'm new in Vineyard. Uh, I have been in Vineyard since first uh, of October last year. Uh, my wife has been there a little bit longer. She started her, uh, I think it's in August, mid of August. Um, and during daytime, I'm, I'm a CEO of a company which I, I started. And uh, this summer, also, uh, Charlotte, uh, one of the boys, is working a little bit extra. Uh, we have a flag. Uh, and I also uh, been uh, working as a chairman in the Pentecostal Church, quite a big one in Gothenburg, uh, for some years. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm really happy because I have been able to see both uh, the enterprise and the church growing during the time. And uh, it's so important to get the right people together uh, to work. And, and what I'm going to say today is uh, 95% my own experiences, and then I have Steve and some ideas, Stone and some ideas also. <laughs> if there are good ones, you can always use them. Uh, is it possible to see the picture? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you have to come forward. That was, uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the picture in the middle is my family. It's my wife, Hannah, and my two kids. Uh, I became a father quite late in life. I was um, over 50 years, and uh, I will soon be 58. But I can't sit around. <laughs> Welcome. And on the picture on the left side is me at work. Uh, we have uh, outsourced a lot of production to, to subcontractors, and this is from a factory in Croatia, which is building uh, big valves for water and wastewater treatment. Uh, so, uh, and I enjoy going to work. I love my work. Uh, and, uh, I know before my uh, wife became a pastor in Linda Gutenberg, uh, she was working as a lawyer. And she told me sometimes, it's very strange with you because on Sunday evening you are happy because you're going to work on Monday. <laughs> but that, that's how it is. And if you have questions, just interrupt me and, and ask as much as you want. The company I run is called BPS, and that is uh, my family name, Borjesson. Uh, and we are dealing with valves, flow meters, actuators for mainly water and wastewater applications. So uh, main market is of course Sweden, but we have export to 14 countries today. Uh, when I started the company, uh, that was in 2001, I took my savings, uh, and that was 200,000 Swedish krona. And, uh, uh, because I didn't want to go to the bank and risk everything you had, your, apartments and everything. So I stopped with my own money. And then uh, it has to grow in the pace that we, had, uh, that we could afford. Uh, this is the building today. first one was uh, uh, 17 square meters. Uh, this one is a little bit higher uh, or bigger. It's uh, 12 meters high. We have 1,250 pallet places. Probably, we don't know because we are not allowed to go into our competitors, but probably the biggest uh, stock for this kind of products in our country. Uh, we also export to Norway, so we have some customers there in Oslo and uh, around. So, yeah. But I, I'm very uh, uh, happy for this, and uh, I also humble because uh, we have had so much luck as we have had. You don't have that, uh, to, to be honest. <laughs> uh, and leadership in church, uh, yeah. I come from the Pentecostal Church. My um, first uh, responsibility was, uh, uh, I was two years, this was nearly ten years now ago, uh, they asked me if I could uh, take the responsibility for the international uh, work as we had in the church. Um, and I said yes to that, and I was there for two years. And after that, uh, they, uh, there were some, I don't say problems, but it didn't work so well uh, with the old chairman and the rest of the church, uh, or some parts of the church. So, so uh, uh, they wanted to have a change. Uh, 
So they asked me if I could uh, take that job, and I said, I don't know, because I didn't feel that I was the typical guy to take that responsibility, because uh, I was uh, uh, born in a Christian family, uh, I was saved as nine-year-old, and uh, but then there were a lot of years in my life where uh, I was not the best uh, child of God, you can say. So, uh, uh, But then, 12 years ago, I started to... Uh, uh, become a more active member of my church and take my my uh, belief in more seriously. So that is a little bit. So I said, I'm surprised that you asked. And uh, then they said, that is one of the reasons. So, uh, uh, I will just show you some pictures because you can do a lot of things uh, uh, together, but when you're alone you can do uh, yeah, you can do some things, but not so much. And one of the projects that we had uh, in my former church, which uh, had the biggest impact on me, was a project in, in Congo. Uh, I think you all, uh, all, way, all, read, all, all of you heard about conflict minerals that we have in the telephones. Uh, this is a picture which I took uh, when I was in a mine that was uh, uh, digging out these minerals in 2015 and people in Congo they do whatever to just get the minerals if they find in a village uh, they go there and they rape the women and uh, uh, they use the knives also and they do a lot of horrible things and uh, then the families are you can say they're crashed or because the husband, they don't want to have them anymore. And uh, these uh, women need to go somewhere. And uh, there is a hospital called Limera. I don't know if you heard about it. There is two hospitals in Congo. One is Limera and one is Pansy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is pictures from Limera. So here, here we have the women with the kids. And uh, the project was that we were supplying uh, medical treatment for them and also we were building houses and, and uh, uh, try to give them some education so they can uh, survive and support the kids in the future. Uh, and that was one of the things my former church did. Mm-hmm. And I just would like to show you this picture also. Uh, you probably heard about a guy called Dennis McQuaig. He got mm-hmm. the Nobel Peace Prize uh, years ago. Uh, this is his uh, old hospital. They work together. So we were also having a meeting with McQuaige in Pansy Hospital and uh, United uh, Nations uh, uh, military. They guarded the conference room with the automatic uh, weapons because there's a price on the side. But this guy is, uh, you can say, it's a Lumera uh, 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 kind of McQuaige. He's called Justin Duca. And uh, uh, he told me, uh, because the blood bank is not bigger than a, a little refrigerator, mm-hmm. and he said, if the women have the same blood as me, I empty myself first, and then I make the surgery. Mm-hmm. So, so they really hear us. And this guy is a pastor uh, of the church, Pentecostal church in the village, and that is a project together with the church. So, um, uh, yeah. If you work together, you can do a lot. Mm-hmm. And one of the mornings, um, or sorry, in the evening, when we arrived, <coughs> Limeria is a fantastic village. Have, has anyone been there? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, up, uh, it's high up, and it's very green. It's, uh, you can grow whatever you want, more or less. And uh, the first night we arrived there, we were out walking, and then we met some guys that was from UK and, and uh, America, and they were planning to have a marathon, uh, and that marathon was, uh, they were going to have seven marathons in seven days in Congo. So this was one of the stops where they were going to sleep over. Uh, and we invited them to the house where we were, and we were talking and telling about the project. And in the morning, there was a guy knocking on the door. And he came and said, I have been at the hospital area and see this project. Uh, I just want to, give you, uh, want to give you some money. So, and he was crying. So. Here is a picture of the church I left. 
I was uh, uh, responsible as the chairman for five and a half years, and uh, I just we just left the new uh, build uh, or renovated church and extended church because we we set a goal. Uh, we were like uh, six hundred members or five hundred members. You can say ten years ago. Uh, and then the st- church started to grow, become more members, and we baptized a lot of people. Uh, and we said, if this is going to continue, we need we need to plan uh, so the church will be a thousand members. And there were only 400 places to sit in the church, so we said, okay, we need to do something. And also, um, the local authorities said that uh, that part of Gothenburg will increase by 35,000 people until year 2035. Uh, and the church was 35 years old and, and uh, a lot needed to be done. And uh, so that project, I more or less got it in my knee when I started. And it was just uh, completed uh, when I left in October uh, last year. So we had, said, we had to say, uh, or keep the, these uh, thanks speeches to Skanska and all the entrepreneurs, and, uh, and then say, okay, now I leave a vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I'm so happy because every time I, I go there or, or pass by my car, uh, I think it's uh, uh, to, to, to have the possibility to, to be a part of a project like this, yes. because we are not building for ourselves. It's for the next generation, and it's uh, mm. and it was the project. Uh, the amount of money was uh, forty-three million Swedish kronor, so it was quite a lot. And and uh, you were you were the economist for the fund. How how would you uh, 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 convince uh, the church to raise the money for a project like this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I don't do the fundraising. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to meet the instruments. Yeah, okay. But you know, we, we had a lot. The old church was, uh, there was no loans on that one, it was paid. We had nearly uh, 10 million krona uh, in the account uh, that we could use. But then we needed to have a lot more. And, uh, and it's always like in a group. Uh, if you have an idea, you have maybe seven, eight percent that always say, "Yes, that's a good idea. Let's go." But that is not enough. We need to have the rest also. Uh, and a lot of people are, of course, thinking about, "Okay, this is a lot of money. How shall we do this?" And when I was sitting calculating uh, and making the budget, I found out if if we say like. Half of the church uh, is earning money and can contribute. And we see on a weekly basis what that means to them, uh, what they have to... to you forget that, mate, or can it end as well? Avstå. To also to not do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to, yeah. Uh, so what, what does it cost for me every week to do this project? Yeah. We will, when we get the loans and everything and we have to pay interest rates. And I found out that this was the cost. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I remember I showed this to convince them, Let, let's do this. It doesn't cost you more than this a week. <laughs> Shall we go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This cost me 23 krona yesterday, and it cost 20 when we had the budget. For this. So, uh, yeah. 50 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so I mean, the leadership is so important that we also uh, may make people believe that this is possible to do, mm-hmm. and not only say, okay. We need to go to the bank and, and uh, uh, have a loan of 25 million Swedish krona. That, that is a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. And then people start to wonder if this is possible or not. But that is definitely possible. And it's more healthy for you to... to <laughs> uh, and here we are today. Uh, our, I love this church. I think the ceiling is beautiful. And uh, now we start again. Uh, you can say uh, 50 members, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And uh, since August, because I, 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 I like to count and I like to see if things are going in the right direction, I, I check every sermon that we have when I'm there and see are there any new people and how many are there. And I think it's only one sermon which I have been, uh, uh, to say, attending, yeah, that uh, it has not been any new people. Otherwise, it has been people that we don't know that has come. So we really believe that God wants to do something here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that this church will be too small in a few years. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, and why are we going to build? I think you read it in your previous yesterday. Yeah. I'll read it again. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has given has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you. Always to the very end of the age. So there is no question why we should do it. And that is maybe the uh, theological uh, part. But this one is uh, also very important. We need to do it together. And if we don't do it, if we don't uh, uh, try to put goals and start to go and do things, if we stand still, we don't stand still, we are going backwards. And eventually we have to close down. That is uh, the uh, reality. But it's so much more fun to build. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you see this picture. This I have stolen. Uh, and it's from an... Uh, I, I am going on a training for CEOs in Gothenburg uh, right now. Uh, and this is a picture of what it's like to build. Uh, and you can say this this could be a perfect uh, picture for the building church also. I mean, this guy, he might be as strong as you tell, but you cannot uh, do everything on your own. You can maybe carry a lot, but uh, you cannot do it all. Uh, and if you are going to build a little bit higher, you need to trust each other, and you need to do it together. And here is some kind of book that we believe, me and my wife, that there is an instruction for every church. God has a plan for it. And we need to find out which plans there are and try to build. So, Any questions? Anders, I know that you have been running enterprises. Uh, maybe you have heard the same thing as I have many times. You cannot, you cannot compare a church and an enterprise. Have you heard that? I've heard that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. In some ways, I do agree with that, but in some ways, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> then we have the same opinion. But I only heard it from people that is not running enterprises. <laughs> so, so that is interesting but there, there is differences of course it is and uh, there is probably more than I have been thinking about but enterprises that is for a short time uh, they live for a time and then something happens uh, I do business with a German company that has been uh, going well since 1540 something but that is not so common uh, but church is there forever. So, so there is, of course, some different perspective that we should have. Uh, company needs their money. Jesus gave us that for free. So there is also a big difference. Strategies is limited by men, by ourselves and the companies. Uh, of course, we can also... Pray and ask for guidance, but this is needed in the church. We need to, to ask him and listen, otherwise, we will be lost. And leaders can be bosses, but leaders in the church need to serve. But if leaders in the company also serve, it will be better. Okay. So, yeah. 
But then there is a lot of similarities. Uh, and this becomes more and more important in enterprises. It has been uh, uh, a foundation in the church for many years. We need to know our purpose and we need to have a goal. Uh, when you employ people today, uh, you will have questions. I don't know if you have it uh, when you do, but people want to know what is what is the purpose of your company. Are you are you contributing contributing to to reduce the greenhouse gases, or or what what shall you give back to the society? That becomes it's not only money now when you employ people. This is question that we need to to answer. So there, I mean, there the companies are more moving in the direction to the church. Legs and arm needs to be used. That is a body. We need to do it, and we need to do it together. And uh, this is also, if you are going to uh, have a good growth, uh, either in the company or in the church, there needs to be harmony. Uh, if people is fighting, uh, nothing will happen. It will go the uh, opposite direction. And you can you can always feel it when you enter somewhere. How is it? How is the situation? So we as a leader, we need to work uh, or try to have that as a goal. We need to have a good atmosphere. And if there is problems, we need to solve them as quick as possible. You cannot lead if you don't have trust capital. Is that the right word, Trust. I, I like that word. I'm not sure there's... Uh, yeah, I think it is. I just Google it and uh, that was... Yeah. You know, <laughs> you have to be trust careful there. But so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is if you have it, you, you, you need to earn it. But if you have it, it can go away in a second. Mm-hmm. So... Planning needs to be done. We need to plan. Uh, in my company, we we are thinking like five years ahead, uh, more or less, always. Uh, so we, when we make decisions, so we need we take the right decisions, so it's possible to get there. And uh, I think it's good also if we plan our uh, uh, the things we do in the church a little, little bit and uh, maybe a little bit more than we do today. Uh, and one of the first pictures uh, I got many years ago when I was uh, uh, a salesman I, I, I will show it here was a picture of a lawn uh, that is not mine unfortunately <laughs> I, I have more uh, of these uh, yellow flowers in mine but this is a very nice one but it will not be that nice if you don't do a lot of things with it. Mm-hmm. You need to, I think the right word is sow, I go with that also. You need to sow. But you cannot put on uh, all the water at once because then it will just go away and it will not be a nice lawn. You need to water and you need to water. You need to water and you need to water again. <laughs> So, I mean, when we're building our uh, churches and enterprises, we need to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And maybe not two big things at one time, and then nothing. We need to do it uh, on a regular basis. Uh, and it's so important also when we are going to choose the leaders. And it's very, it's, of course, it's much easier if you're a lot of people which you can choose about. But, but if you choose the right leaders, it will not be much easier. And uh, from my experience, I will tell you what I believe is, is important when you choose a leader. Uh, or, I have a good question for you. Does any one of you have a good boss? And what, 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 yeah, what is good about him? Yeah. yeah. You have one also? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we have a good boss, of course we have. No but uh, but in your daily life, when you work? 
And in that case, what was good about him or her? <coughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything more? Computers. My, my boss is courageous, takes uh, risks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recognizing uh, what you do that's good and encouraging yeah. the workers. Deserve trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of your points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help people uh, to do things in, in frames, that's, that's very important. You have a lot of good uh, things to say, and, and, and I like that. Uh, I, I very often in my company, instead of asking why we didn't get, why we didn't get the project, I ask uh, when we get a project, what was the reason why we got it? Because it's much easier to, to learn uh, all the things you do right. You can, of course, you understand if you did something wrong, but that is maybe not a solution to do things right. Uh, so. I think it's good to bear in mind uh, what the other leaders uh, were doing good and Mm -hmm. tried to do the same. Choosing the leaders, that is, of course, the foundation. They need to be solid in the faith. As a natural leader, what is that? Uh, I I have a guy in my company who is a natural leader and uh, of course they have the responsibility uh, to raise the second man. And in the beginning, uh, when I entered the company, it didn't take so much time before people started to ask him things. Uh, they followed his back. Uh, and it's so much easier to, to, if you have the possibility, to choose a leader that the other are following uh, uh, already before you make them leaders. They also need to give energy around them. You, you, uh, it should be, if you have a meeting or you do something, you should be a little bit more happy after that meeting than you were before. That is, uh, if you find those people, they will help you a lot. They want, to, they want to help others. Someone said it here, I believe. And, uh, that is uh, really a key. And it's good if they have patience. Uh, not, not all leaders have, because they don't have uh, things going very quickly. But uh, not everything can go quickly. So you need to have patience also. It's good if they have that. Uh, next picture I also uh, have been uh, taken from uh, the same which I attend right now and uh, I think this is a good one and uh, if you are going to choose a leader or, or a leader try to get one that is in the green uh, square. Because if there is going to be one in the orange one, they are competent, they are experienced, but they have low, they don't want to really, uh, they don't want to, to, to work. Uh, also in the yellow one, they don't have the experience, they, are, uh, they don't have the knowledge, and they don't want to. So these two, if you choose someone up here, you will have a lot of work to do. Support them and, and the guide them. But these two uh, is much easier. Mm. Yes? Uh, what does the word on the Y mean? So, again? Supportive and directive. Yeah. Supportive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Directive on the bottom, supportive on the left. And, and also, I mean, if, if we as a leader, we find someone that is here, if we try to ask questions and support them, 
they will go in this direction. So they go down here. And if they are here, they will make your life easy. They will make your life very easy. But if you, on the other hand, uh, give them a lot of instructions and so on, you will push them in this direction. And then you will have more job to do. Guidance. When I when I uh, said yes to the job as the chairmanship uh, of my own church, uh, before I did, uh, I was praying. I was uh, uh, once in the car, uh, direction Stockholm, uh, because I God wants to guide us. Uh, and uh, suddenly I I, uh, I hear a voice, you can say. And I know I know it wasn't from myself because it was so um, uh, it was not like I used to talk, uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and it said like this: If someone fights too hard for their opinion, you don't have to listen because that's not uh, 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 how I am or how God is. So that was a guidance for me because when you enter uh, uh, as a chairman in a big church. There is a lot of opinions, especially if it has not been working 100% uh, well uh, earlier. Uh, then uh, you are coming new, then uh, some wants, uh, someone wants to be heard, and uh, you get uh, information about old conflicts and a lot of things. But if there is going to be, uh, if someone is fighting very hard for their opinion and wants to have something, that is not the way to, to, to go. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Lay down, let people around you be happy. It's a lot of, uh, I think, when you communicate to people uh, around you, you can communicate in different ways. Uh, there is also ways. Uh, I, I met uh, uh, Perula's wife this morning. What is it? Anna? Anna. Yeah. Anna. Uh, and I asked her, how did you sleep? And she said, oh, quite good, but I uh, went up early. Uh, uh, but on the other hand, uh, I could go take a shower uh, first, and that was hot water. <laughs> I mean, so you, you can always try to see the positive. It's, ne- it's not always easy, but you can, you can communicate the good things. Uh, and if people are happy, they will talk a little bit better. So. Or what do you say, Charlotte? Do you agree? Yeah. And sometimes it's necessary necessary to be clear also. Uh, I think I have been the chairman there for half a year and I had some uh, people coming to me and say, I want to quit. I don't want to do what I'm doing anymore because people have been so uh, unfriendly, uh, critical against me. Uh, So I had to, to convince them to stay and then we had a meeting, and I, I said to the, uh, it was an internal meeting in the church with quite a lot of people, and I said, uh, if I uh, tell any one of you, uh, or say that, I would like to paint your house. Uh, all of you would be very happy, and I do it for free, I will not take any money for it, I will do it as a gift. And I don't think that any one of you would have any... Uh, or would uh, be unhappy if I start with the northern wall or the southern wall, you will be happy that I do it. But when it comes to, to the house of God, which is not really yours, it's, it's, uh, it's God's house, then we have a lot of opinions about uh, one another. And I said, that's not okay. Uh, we cannot have it very well. And of course, uh, uh, I had some uh, feedback from people who felt that that was said to them, but uh, it became much, much calmer. So sometimes you need to be clear. Uh, uh, Even though it's maybe not the most, uh, what do you say, comfortable.
And I also learned both in church and, and in the company, never ask difficult, answer difficult questions on Bolly. Do you say that? <laughs> you get it and you just keep it back. It will uh, more or less always be the wrong answer. If you sleep one night and think about it, you will have a much better answer. So, uh, difficult things. Uh, it's much better to communicate eye to eye instead of sending mails. I had a lot of mails, uh, uh, and I think uh, people who send them uh, would uh, really. It would be a much better outcome if they took it out to eye. And uh, I never communicate difficult things by mail. Because if you just put a dot or a comma somewhere uh, in the wrong place, it's another meaning. Mm -hmm. so it's, uh, and you don't see the people how they react either. Mm -hmm. so. And always with love. Always be kind. When we have board meetings, for example, it's not always the one who, uh, if you have a question which you should discuss, that is uh, answering first. It's not always those who have the best ideas. Uh, so if it's a uh, really important question, I very often uh, say, let's hear everyone's opinion. Because it can be that those who are maybe the quietest one that has the best ideas, it can be that. It's allowed to make mistakes. Everyone does. We had uh, the founder of IKEA once said that the only one who doesn't make mistakes is the one who is sleeping all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you want to take? Yeah, just I will go back. Yeah, just yeah. Some decision needs to, uh, must take time if you want the majority to support them. What I found out is, I, I said it earlier, if you have an idea, 8 to 10 percent say directly, okay, let's go, that is a good idea. But then you need to convince the rest. And there is, uh, I know, don't know if the right word is informal leaders, but uh, you have to identify those in the church that a lot of people will follow. If you convince them, mm -hmm. they will convince 30 more. Uh, and if it's a big decision, you need to have the time, uh, you need to talk to these people, and, and if they are convinced that this is good, then the rest will follow them. And they also talk to a lot of people. And maybe if you find the informal leaders and get them on board, they will probably do 30-40% of the job for you. So, um, and also people, uh, a lot of people needs to think about big uh, things more than one week. Uh, maybe take half a year, maybe a year. Uh, but in my former church we had, uh, uh, when you were voting about something, uh, or some question needed to have a two-thirds majority. And when we uh, voted about the extension of the church and, and uh, renovation, I think we had 83%. But it needed to take time. because uh, and, and also, a great thing about some of the people which I know that was not uh, really... Uh, they, were, they were not... Uh, supporting the decision, but after when the decision was made, they will come. So, yeah. Yeah, informal leaders. Expect supernatural help from God. 
that is, uh, I, I had, a, uh, I will give you an example. The week before we were going to vote about the extension of the turf, the financing was not uh, in place. The bank didn't have say yes. And the bank was a tricky uh, story because when we first started to discuss with them, they said, no, but you cannot borrow the money because your result is not good. And uh, then we told them, uh, a result in the church shall not be good. We shall use the money to support uh, Congo and we, we shall use the money uh, for the best uh, uh, things. So we, we are not building up millions in accounts for, for nothing. We are going to use them for, for the building of, of the kingdom. And, and we had a lot of meetings and for every meeting they were a little bit more positive. Uh, but the, I think it was three or four days before we were going to, to uh, vote in the church. We had a meeting, and that was the meeting where it, uh, it should be yes or no. Really. And uh, the people from the bank came to the church, and when they opened the door, it was a guy that I knew from before. And he was my contact person in my company uh, five years ago, and then he moved to Varberg or Swedbank, and then he moved back to Gothenburg and started at uh, the office in Frölunda, and he came in and said, Hi, Tobio, are you here? <laughs> and after that meeting, we had yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, maybe he could give us an answer a little bit earlier, but, uh, you know, as my wife Hannah says, if it's God's will, it's his will. Say that again, if it's God's will, it's his will. Yeah, yeah. 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 For God, the mercy pays for us. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Be generous. Uh, if you are generous as a leader, it will affect people around you. What is English word for smitta? Generositet smittar. Contagious. It's contagious. So uh, be generous. And here is for us all that has been uh, our more than 50 years. We need to support the young uh, if we have the opinions whether the carpet should be blue or brown or green or whatever, if we fight for that, instead of helping the youngest, we are not really, we have not really understood our mission. So, uh, uh, because they, those are the ones who are going to, to build the church in the future. Be well prepared. Uh, when you're a leader in the church, always be well prepared. Uh, because that is also one thing that uh, uh, gives you trust capital. If, you, if I will come in here and uh, not check the computers and uh, pro yeah, projectors and everything, because I was here one hour before and uh, it was the wrong connections and so on. Yeah. Always be well prepared. And that is the same in the company. If I have a meeting with customers or whatever, if I have 50 minutes uh, too late, it's not good. You know that numbers. I know that. Then it's hard to get the business. I'm never late. Yeah. Always allow all questions. I mean, you don't have to do uh, what people are asking for all the time. But if you listen and evaluate it, it's... Uh, it's much better. If people uh, feel that they don't listen to us, then we have a problem. Also, ask questions. Is it someone who wants to add something more here? It's a lot of more things to add, I believe, but uh, this is just a few things. Very good advice. Sorry? It's very, it's very strong and very good points. Yeah, yeah. Good principles. Yeah. Great advice. Oh, welcome new people. If you see a new face in your church, talk to them. I usually say, I'm the pastor's wife. And uh, <laughs> then everyone is laughing and, and then we have a conversation. <laughs> Just to, so they know that they are seen. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I get you get it when it's here, so. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> this is also important. Cover the rest. I mean, if someone has made a mistake, whatever it is, if you as a leader don't cover them, who will have a problem? Cover the rest. Okay. Oh. Also, if someone does a mistake, you need to help them. Okay. And okay. if you're a leader, you can tell uh, all the others, okay, we made a mistake. We're sorry for that. Yeah. This is also a... Something I experienced through the years. Difficulties very often become opportunities. Mm. But in the first time, it looks. Uh, I have seen it so many times. Uh, uh, and it's uh, because then you need to, to evaluate and, and uh, think okay, what we did now earlier, uh, which is not working anymore, uh, maybe we should do it in a different way. And uh, so. If something is happening, I'm, I'm not that uh, shake anymore because I have been uh, there for so many years now. So uh, my experience is that we almost always come out with something better. So, um, and it can be stressful in the beginning as a leader if there is something happens. It can be a lot of things. I have, for example, in, in the company. Do you want to say something? No, yeah. You can finish Sorry? You can finish yeah, okay. Uh, I had a, a guy coming from a, a big international company and he told me one day that we are not going to make business with you anymore because we are going to be doing business with another company. And uh, I mean, what can you do? Yeah, you try to find alternatives. Today we have a better solution which we pay nearly half the price for. And we are not losing orders. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to me it feels like that's the same with trusting God. Yeah, yeah. That really, if something goes wrong or I don't think anything is wrong, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, there is a new opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And He will make it better. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And we mm. stay open for it yeah. every time. Definitely. Definitely. That's one yeah. miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. If you leave uh, a leader uh, position, Make sure that there is a successor. Maybe you cannot do that all the time, but it's, it's very, it's very, very good if you have that. So, because I don't know the reason, but you have been a pastor for four years. Four years. Mm. I think it would have been better if you had a second pastor that can take over. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, Always uh, try to make yourself uh, not needed. <laughs> and this is also one thing. I, I hope elicit is the right word because I also go with that. Uh, if you, by the way, if I, by the way, I leave elicit members to do five percent more. I mean, if you have fifty people and they do five percent more. Uh, they will do a lot more than you can do if you double your uh, own job. And if you have like 300, 400, 500, I mean, you have a lot of extra 100% workers. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can I say I think one of the problems in the last year is that uh, people can't to stand up week after week after week yeah. because something else could happen and that could be a funnier and more interesting thing and in another church or another place and mm -hmm. it's not easy no, no. and after the COVID it's yeah. been more yeah. problematic than no, that yeah. for churches. Yeah. 
the experience I have from my own church was that COVID was not bad for the church. Mm -hmm. uh, because we started the project with extending and renovating the church more or less exactly than the COVID shut down. Mm -hmm. And we were allowed, we had an agreement with Skanska, they were doing uh, the work in, in the weeks. And from Friday afternoon, we took over the responsibility for the building site. So on Saturdays we were building, because that we were allowed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, when the corona came, uh, we didn't stop the services, but we couldn't have people there, but we filmed them and put them out on YouTube. And in general, we made maybe had three to four hundred visitors on the service. But there were much more uh, watching on YouTube. And now when I talked to them uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, they said, it's so many new people coming. And they don't really understand why. And it's younger people, it's, it's uh, uh, younger people with families, and the church was a little bit older earlier. So, so it's exactly the right kind of people that is coming. Mm. And, and uh, so that was when difficulties come, there will be opportunities. So I think uh, Corona was not bad for that church. Really. So, uh, but I, I think also, Karin, what, what uh, is very important oh. for people to, to commit is uh, the preaching of the word. Pardon? The preaching of the word, uh, the uh, Bible. You need to, you need to have good, yeah. good preaching yeah. uh, because, I mean, if you are hundred percent committed to building the king, kingdom, you will come. Yeah. 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 Also you have grandkids? Yes, five. Do they want this one? Oh, they don't eat them. They, oh, okay. They have the mommy collection uh, instead. <laughs> okay. They are richer than me. It's better to do the right things than to do things right. Uh, I have an, uh, a friend from my old church, he's 82 now. He was, uh, uh, he has helped me a lot through the years. Uh, he was a managing director for quite a big company uh, until he was almost 65. Then he went home and he was the chairman of another company in, in Malmö. Uh, but he was cutting his lawn and uh, doing his garden, but he, was, he had too much energy for this. So he came to me when he was 66 and he said, I want to work with you. Uh, and he has been my mentor for many years. And this is his, uh, his line, really. And uh, he also prays for me and Hannah every day. Uh, but he, also, he always says, it's better to do things right than to, uh, to do the right things than to do things right. And he said, if I go into clean this room, how long time will it take until we all think it's clean? Is it an hour? Is it two? But if we are going to make a surgery inside here, we will probably have to clean 24 hours, if that is possible, and say, but no one of us will see the difference if we don't put up the microscope. So sometimes we, we are getting stuck in details too much, and that takes our time. Do you want to? Okay. Okay, let's summarize. Important things when we're building. We need to know what we want to build. That is number one. We also need to have realistic expectations. Uh, 
And don't start too many projects at the same time. Because if, if you don't put them or take them all the way, yeah. you will have problems. Both for yourself and also for people around you because they think, okay, they are starting this and this and nothing is working. So. I, uh, earlier I was uh, uh, subscribe. Subscribe. subscribe on uh, uh, research reports, quite big ones, but I didn't get those amount of pages, I got six, because someone was reading them and then they took the best things out of them. <laughs> so uh, it was quite costly, but, but uh, it was very and there was one uh, uh, research made on uh, 10 uh, big companies from the United States. They were world leaders, but they were world leaders and then they started to go down. Some of them went bankrupt and some managed to, to, to uh, uh, turn them around and, and, and start to, to grow again. But they had all all of them had one thing in common and the first step of going down uh, was when they lost their say humility 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 that was that was the first step uh -huh. that was the first step that had come so we need to be humble, humble. humble. yeah so I think it was Motorola or one that uh, we, we cannot be wrong because we have so many uh, people buying our telephones. Mm -hmm. And then uh, something else has happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, uh, you need to be humble. <laughs> and also, there was another report which I read, and that was about leaders, different kind of leaders. They compared uh, this charismatic leader, and this was not in the church, it was in the companies. And also they compared the hardworking ones. And there was always better performance for these workers who were working hard. And they didn't uh, say, okay, we are going to conquer the world now. Mm -hmm. But we do it step by step. They always perform better. This is our goal. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah, the gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gospel. Yeah, yeah. Commission. We have different gifts, all of us, but they are all needed. And if we work together in a good way, we can do a lot. Really. There is also a lot of good things when we come more in the church. We can do a lot more. We can help more. We can start projects in Congo, for example. We can start something locally. And uh, maybe it's not like this. When, when we go to the service uh, in Göteborg, the first thing my wife does in the Sunday morning is start cleaning the toilets uh, mm -hmm. before everyone uh, other arrives. Maybe the worship leaders is there also. But if there are more, uh, uh, we can share. Mm. It's much easier. I, I remember I have been uh, uh, leading the sermon and uh, then I go out and put on the coffee and uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if we become more it will be much easier for us. Yeah, we can share the work. We share the work, me and Charlotte. Yes. I'm going to, to go up in the in the dining hall. Dining hall. His assignment starts 12.15, so yeah. I'm taking that. Yeah. So she takes mine and I will go there after. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the most important thing that we can do. Uh, I mean, Ted is a good preacher and I love the preaching yesterday, but uh, if we share our faith in the daily life, uh, we will grow. We will more. Uh, I, I do that uh, uh, when I have the opportunity, and uh, often when someone is calling me and said, uh, I'm not well, 
I offer them, do you want, uh, do you want me to pray for you? Uh, most of them say yes. One has said no, uh, I don't want that. But she's one of my biggest customers. <laughs> and she invited me to her home as well. So, so uh, yeah. So, I mean, no one has been offended. So. And this is also one question I would like to have here in the end. I mean, if we are leading one to Christ in a year, we will double. We will double. And uh, I, I know uh, who the persons are for me. Uh, I know who, who they are. And one of them has now asked to be a member in Bethlehem. So uh, just pray and ask God who is uh, on your list. And uh, if we do that, all of us, we will be much more next year. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm. yeah.